Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from my beautiful day in Astoria, Queens. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, my number two, the big dog, Mr. Ray Zawadney. Dylan, thank you so much for that warm introduction, but more importantly than thanking you, I want to thank everybody that has been watching us um, and listening to us, whether you're watching us on the our, our full YouTube episodes or you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Pods. I do have a message for people that are listening to us um, on those streaming apps. Tell them. You could do something to really help us out. If you can, please leave us a rating and or review. Uh, if you're going to leave us a rating, though, I do ask for a, a huge favor. Uh Leave us a five-star rating. Uh, if you leave us any less, um, I do want to let you know that I'm not a rich man. I don't have a lot of power in terms of politics. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills that make me a nightmare for trolls like you. Uh, I will find <laughs> you, and I will kill you, and I will get my daughter back. All right, we have a very special guest on today's episode of Troublemakers. Hot guest. Uh, somebody that I don't even want to wait to introduce. Uh, the very funny comedian Tate Winston, baby. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, predominantly. It is predominantly men. It is predominantly men and people I've gone on dates with. So, you know. Hello, six women. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Dylan, I don't, I don't know how well you know Tate. I think, I think your acquaintance is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to say that Tate is one of those people that, like, every time I see you, I get fired up and in a better mood. Thank you, man. I really do. That's I mean, a great that, compliment, right? It, it really is. There, there's certain people that just like fire me up. And I remember the first time that I met Tate, I had to just share a room with him like yeah. that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is such a strange thing to like, like, because Brandon uh, Trusso, who's been on the pod before, as well as Chris Kimbeck, both been on Chris the pod. Chris I I live with Brandon, and I knew Chris from before, and never met you. And Brandon had to split us up into rooms. I was like, yeah, why, why not just put the two dudes that have never met in a room together? <laughs> To see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, dude, but it was fire, bro. That whole trip was so fun. It was, man. We that had a fucking blast, dude. Did you guys uh, have one bed or two? We were spoony. One, we had two beds, but we, we didn't use both. Yeah, we elected Yeah, spoony. of course. Yeah. Dude, you got to use one bed for two of you and one bed for all your luggage. How are you going <laughs> to get to know <laughs> each all other? All of your items on one bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had a fuck One bed's the fuck bed. The other bed is the sleep, sleep bed. bed. Yeah. yeah, sleep bed, fuck bed. Sleep bed fuck, real sleep bed fuck. Dude, bed. is there anything weirder, though, than sharing? You just meet someone and you got to share a room with them? Like, it's like the first night of college. It was, if, 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 but but we, we, I mean, we hit it off pretty immediately. Yeah, we were geeking in the car within 15 minutes. Of, yeah. I yeah. could tell he was a little bit reserved, and then I just started <laughs> saying debaucherous, terrible things. And he was like, ah. We're good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's when you got to check like who you know, like like who can like cut up and who's who's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. you never know. And and oh, we yeah. we met at like six a.m. Yeah. So we were both like dead and drained and like fucking zombies. And then yeah, then it was fucking blast, man. Yeah, that's a strange part of the world we went to too. I Where'd you guys go? Warren, Pennsylvania, was uh, the first stop. Yeah. Um, 
and we went to we went to one of those bars where you could just smoke sit. It was, Dude, it was crazy. Crank sit. There needs to be more of those. Oh, it, there's man. nothing better. I'm not a cigarette smoker, but if if I'm in a bar that you can smoke cigarettes, I'll smoke a cigarette out of principle. It was just cr- there were so many like ex Amish and sister wives and just like strong individuals in there. You know, strong minded individuals. Just, yeah, a lot of opinions. Yeah, big old opinions. We got a lot of opinions, and we're taking them to the voting booth. If well, you know what I mean. Well, that was like my bread and butter when I first started comedy like i did a lot of those types of rooms and yeah. i remember and, and tell me if you ever had like like i want to know what the weirdest thing you've ever experienced after a show was because mine was i was at this elks club with my buddy and sometimes you overstay your welcome at a show mm-hmm. and we're hanging out there drinking and there is this this pretty homely looking chick like she's you know pr- pretty big broad yeah. i don't, I don't want to be too big mean yeah but, and uh, broad shoulders. And her uh, her dad comes and saddles up next to us, and he was like, "My daughter has a crush on you." I was like, "Oh, Stop. okay." And he was like, "Yep." Yeah. He's like, uh, "You know, when she got her own house, she works her own job. You can move right in." And uh, from what I hear, damn, he was pitching you his daughter. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yes, dude. And then he says, "From what I hear." You know, she ain't too bad in the sack, neither. And I was like, are you fuck?" I, I Let said, me tell you this. She got a mouth like a vacuum cleaner. Dude, oh it, it was shit like God. that. Like, That's similar crazy. shit like that. And I was now, like. Now, if she's anything like her daddy, she can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't want her, you can have the old bowl, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm like immediately. The apple don't fall too far from the dick sucking tree. You know what I'm talking about, son. <laughs> yeah, you were real on the nose. You said dick sucking tree. Uh, <laughs> okay, I guess you get metaphors, all right? And it's just like my buddy was like trying to stay and party. He was having fun. And I'm like, we got to fucking leave. You're like, bro, now. I'm either going to marry this girl or we leave now. <laughs> There's no gray area. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing for a dad to do. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, that's horrifying. I had um, in North Carolina, I had a chick who I guess was a, a swinger, but her boyfriend was there and it was like a cuck situation. And she was a little, she looked like the lead singer from Paramore. She had, like, pink hair and, like, piercings. Nice, was so cute. nice. And I was super green. I was super young into comedy. And she was like, yeah, so, like, my boyfriend, he's just going to, like, he wants to watch a little bit, but, like, it doesn't matter. And I was still drinking at the time and just hammers, like, yeah, it's cool. And we start making out, and dude's just, like, lurking, lurking, <laughs> literally just watching. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I just hear that, and I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, I can't. He's no, just, so I try and pull her around the truck, and we go into the pickup truck, and we're hooking up or whatever, and he just hops in the back seat. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no likey. Oh. No likey. Dude, he's and just like, breathing on out, your ear. Dude, she lets out one little just like, and he's like, oh, that's right, baby. Does that feel good? And I'm oh. like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out, bro. <laughs> no moss. I tapped out right there. I was like, I'm done, bro. <laughs> I was hammered, but still perceptive enough to be like, this dude's going to eat my skin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Dude, that also feels like it's like the straightest and gayest thing you could do at oh the same my time. God, bro. Like oh, hooking yeah. up with a girl while this guy's like whispering in your ear. Yeah. Does that feel good, baby girl? Like, hey, oh. hey, brother, get in there, man. She <laughs> likes when you do that. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, go on, nibble her ear. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was so scary. That's great. Where are you from, Tate? Jersey. Jersey. I don't know why I thought you were from Florida. From Florida? Yeah. Oh, man. Is that an insult? No, no. Uh, Jersey and Florida are equally as terrible. That's true. I'm from Long Island. They're both terrible. That's New Jersey. Trifecta, you know? Yeah. 
Jersey, Staten Island, Long Island, same I, place. Exactly. They're all the same place. Blood red and bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I was telling you. Tail of ham, egg, and cheese. I was just in Atlantic City, and I know yeah. you spent a lot of time there. That's the worst place in America. Bro. I really is. I had a lot of fun there because I'm, I'm a degenerate gambler, but I... I was like nervous, like like I walked with my girl down like from a one casino to another, and it was a, probably like a twenty minute walk, right? Why would you ever do that? It was during the day. Still so, a terrible decision. So at night, objectively, bro, just look at the stats, I, bro. And it's a and it was a Monday on like an off, like off off season. Yeah, that's so, when it's even sadder. We, yeah, dude, it was fuck. It it was like scary. It's dangerous, bro. right? It's like completely silent. It looks Super. like one of the Sopranos dream sequences. Oh. Sequences dog, at all you're, time. You're dog. You're literally a block from the beach. So like beachfront property, and there's bandos. There's just boarded up houses. Jesus. That's nuts, man. You're like, how is this even possible, bro? It's just an expose on urban decay, fencing all in pajama pants, bro. <laughs> Pajama pants. It's so bad. The prostitutes look like pterodactyls in yoga pants. Like it's uh, the scariest thing you've ever seen, bro. Dude, there's, there were just people taking earth naps right on the fucking boardwalk, <laughs> like like every like 15 steps. Earth naps just pass is so the fuck fire, out. Bro. Yeah. Earth naps is a banger. <laughs> taking earth naps. Dude, I went, I went after college. We went, big group of us, and we stayed there for seven days. <sighs> we stayed in a house, Jesus like in the Christ. neighborhoods, which. Now I realize full was blown age. super sketchy, <laughs> but what a great time. That was one of those trips where afterwards I got back and I stopped drinking. You drink for seven days straight, and I, I had those, like, withdrawal dreams. Oh, Have man. you ever had those? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, things are just, you think someone's in your room and that kind of shit. Yeah, and heightened just, paranoia. Yeah, your brain anxiety. is. Yeah, it was wild. Shit's just misfiring electronically in your brain. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, oh, sweat, person in room. Like, dude, disorienting, yeah. bro. You're getting, like, sleep paralysis. Not good. Disorient. Seven days is about six days too many for Atlantic City. Yeah, bro, so I quit drinking and went immediately to Atlantic City for a summer. Oh, shit. For a whole summer? And started doing stand-up. I mean, I was there four nights a week, more or less, sometimes five. And then it got to a point by the end of that run where I was just coming up for my, like, Tuesday show up here. And then every other night I was in Atlantic City because it was just so much stage time. And I was getting way better, but oh man, did did you did you quit boozing for like like a problem or just like health, like fucking? No, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, for sure. Your boy's a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy loves a little drinky poo. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, that place—that's all there is to do is fucking drink and lose your money. Or, yeah, or get one of those pterodactyl broads you were talking debaucherize. about. Debaucherize. It's just designed for debauchery, and it's got like that. Philly, Baltimore, Wilmington, Camden, like, like grime and funk, but it's devoid of all the soul and flavor. Like, it's got none of the dope historical stuff that Philly has. Yes. You know, like, Philly was the original capital. Like, Atlantic City is just like, well, Nucky Thompson and the Roaring Twenties, eh? <laughs> no, what do you think? Like, that's like, the, I mean, maybe Tyson fought there. In the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. MJ performed there. It was still lit. And then Trump pulled all of his money and all of these other states legalized gambling. And it just got. Oh, yeah. Because it, it used to be the, right? It used to be the Vegas of the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. I was there when they still had the Encore. It was like the, the summer Encore opened. Was it Encore? That, I don't even know what that is. Or it was that huge, it was like this huge casino. It was like the casino. Damn, and shit. it was beautiful. Revel. It was called mm. not Encore Revel. 
Dude, and now and they it's closed just like, it down in like two years. The skyline is just like 30% off. You know Jeez. what I'm saying? Like it's like lit up and then it's just like building off, casino off, just yes. turned off, dude. You fly just over it and you're like, is this Iowa? What's going on? It's insane. I kind of love it. That's some walking I, dead shit. No, I do have a love-hate relationship with that it's place. It's like White though. Trash Vegas. More um, white, tra- white Trash or Vegas. White Trash or Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, less like Fago and meth, a lot more like crack and tears. Murder. Yeah, yeah. Murder, <laughs> Are you a gambler? Do you have oh, that not vice? at all. That's not good. All, that's yeah. good. I would even give away vice. like my bus voucher ticket. Oh, that's Like nice. the free $25, John, I'd be like, here, somebody else gamble this because I'm just entirely too addictive of a personality, bro. I consume everything. So if I started gambling, I'd just be like off to the races. Into it. Yeah. I do like gambling. Ray, how did you do when you were in Atlantic City? I lost a lot. Like everything I everything I touched up. I, I, I left the crap table up one time and then the rest of it. So, so here, here was my big grand finale at a blackjack table. It's the last night we're there and I lose like $300 at this blackjack table, which I don't like. I know some people might be listening like, oh, $300, that ain't shit. I'm broke. Like I'm poor as fuck. Like three hundred dollars is is everything. Yeah, yeah man, that's, that's a the catastrophic rule of amount of bread to lose, yeah. bro. Well, well, that's that. That's why I, that's why I'm a gambler because I bet things that I don't have. You got these fucking losers that are like, oh, fucking lost like three grand, and I'm like, dude, you work on Wall Street, you fucking pussy. Bet some, bet something with some stakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> bet like, you know what I mean? Like, like bet like you're gonna have to pay your rent whether you you're like. Gonna... I gotta take a payday loan now yeah. <laughs> to make rent. Can I you get an pussy. advance? So I, 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 um, I get out of, I, I lose, I lose all the money in front of me, but I stay there because I have a free drink coming. And you gotta, I'm proud. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm proud. I like, I like how I jumped you right away because I'm proud. And it was no, because I'm pathetic and I want my free drink. <laughs> no, I need my free yum yum. <laughs> so this fucking guy sitting right to my left gets blackjack. The hand I'm, the first hand I'm out and I'm waiting. And, uh, and the lady goes, oh, you should have stayed. That would have been your blackjack. And I was like, oh, it is what it is. He's like, well, I think you made the right decision, this old dude. And I was, oh. like, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm thrilled for you. And he goes, nah, nah, here you go. Here's a nickel. And he sh- throws me a $5 chip. What up? And I was, oh. like, I was like, dude, I said, I don't want your money. And I, like, slid it back to him. And he was like, no, 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 take it. I said, dude, I really don't want your fucking money. And then he was, and then the lady to my right was like, I'll take his money. I said, okay. So I threw her the $5 chip. I was like, you can have it. He's like, oh, you never turned down money. You never turned on. I was like, when it's given to me that disrespectfully, yeah, I turned down money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want me to shine your shoes too? For sure. Turn and then, down money. and then it's just completely silent. And I'm just st- sitting there with like a fucking mean mug waiting, <laughs> waiting for my vodka soda. <laughs> and nobody wants it. The dealer doesn't want to talk. She's uncomfortable because I just yelled oh. at this guy. And then like, you I just doubled down and Dude. just punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah. They punched him in the face and be like, oh, well, you want me to smooch your asshole? You want me to get on my knees? <laughs> make it 15 and I'll suck your cock in front of everybody. Ray's like, ah, I can't make it back from the pod this week. Uh, I was arrested on elder abuse. Yeah. <laughs> I, for- I forced a blowjob. Yeah, I blew this man. old dude to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To prove a point. <laughs> Involuntary manslaughter. You want to give me some money, let's go to the bathroom and I'll show you <laughs> what I'll take money for. Hey, I, I, know, I know you're like a trained fighter. Right, like you box a good bit. Did you, did you used to scrap a lot when you were younger, though? A uh, fair amount. I was pretty scrappy. I like mostly just my my older cousins and boys would beat the shit out of me, so it just <laughs> made me kind of scrappy. Yeah, you know, it just made me a little bit tougher. But um, when I was drinking in my early twenties, yes, I got into a lot of stupid physical altercations. Yeah. 
for no reason. And any ones that stick out? Uh, yeah, one in particular was real bad. I wonder, I hope this dude doesn't find me <laughs> if I tell this story on the podcast. Uh, I hope there's not. Well, how many years ago did it happen? Uh, less than 10. Okay, well, uh, depending. Yeah. Depending on how bad it was, you know, you might be in the clear. Well, we won't use names, and if he got a problem, I'll fucking kick his ass. We're probably gravy. Rail um, uses particular set of skills. Dude, I was just coked to the gills. Just <laughs> 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 like fucking two grams of blow deep and yeah. drunk. Mm-hmm. And I see this big Guido dude, like orange spray tan, like HGH to the max. Just his traps are touching his ears. And he's arguing with his girl and they've got a cab pulled over and the door open. And I clock it from like a hundred yards away. I'm yeah. like, mm, there's something going on. <laughs> Bad energy. <laughs> just fucking so just jaw clenched, just bro. caveman. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and the dude grabs the girl by her hair finally. And I'm already like moving closer. And he grabs her by her hair and shoves her into the cab. And she's like, nah. And she kind of goes a step out. And she's like, no, you fucking asshole. And he like, bank, like hits her head against oh. like the window a little bit. And pulls her in. He pulls her by her hair. Ooh. And I just immediately ran up and was like, Bink, just threw an overhand right, like bonk, and like busted my whole shit oh. up and just caught this dude right behind the ear and he went and like stiffened out and fell on her lap basically because she was already in the cab. Oh my God. And she's like, Joey, oh my fucking God. <laughs> and starts, you know, just starts free. And she's like, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I, just, I just like bolt up Holy the block, Holy shit. Bro. Yeah, I just bolt up the block and uh, I went and, hid at a certain establishment that we frequent, you know, and uh, yeah. basically I, I told homeboy who's been there for years and is like a barker and such, you know, the situation. He's like, uh-huh, you're good, baby. Relax, relax. You're good, baby. It's okay. It's okay. All right, trust in Jesus, trust in Moses. Mm-hmm. We're going to hide you in the back, baby. And I just, I'm literally like 25 or 6, coked out of my skull, just like... <laughs> Just yeah. like shaking in the back. And because I know the boys got called and like, I know that they were like walking up and down the block, like looking for somebody, you know what shit. I mean? Holy Maybe we shit. should edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago? You said under 10 years. That's fine. Yeah. It was probably like seven, eight years ago. Oh yeah. Let's be fair. This guy's probably in we're jail. Good. And yeah, I mean, he was ripping... a piece of shit objectively. Yeah, yeah. To be honest too, you would be fine legally. I think. You're defending this other person. It's a fun story I made up yeah. for the podcast. Hey, you're defending you're defending a damsel in distress. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think that instinct is so childish. It's just misguided chivalry and nonsense. Fundamentally, you should always just let people be. You don't know that dynamic. Sure. Like, I don't think it's... In essence, yes, you're defending somebody, I guess. But the way she reacted is like, I just then yeah. she was like freaking out at me, like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. and I'm like, "Yo, she, he just slammed your head." Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she had a little lump or a hematoma yeah. on her dome from just getting rocked because yeah. I could hear it from far away. And and let's be real, they're probably married right now, and he still <laughs> fucking puts hands on her. <laughs> they know? probably are Very married, much actually. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where, where, how did you learn uh, fighting? Like, you're a boxer, MMA. Uh, Muay Thai was my main is my Shit. main discipline. Yeah, um, like kickboxing, you know. And I just started in. I was living up in Rhode Island, and I was getting really into the UFC and Joe Rogan. Like any 21 year old boy, 22 yeah. year old boy, Joe and, Rogan uh, just out here creating alphas. I love yeah, it, man. I mean, it genuinely did 
um, as much as people will hate me for that, as cliche as it is, like mm. it genuinely inspired me to get my shit together. I started going to the gym obsessively and eating right and taking supplements. And then I just kept driving past this martial arts school when I was teaching these tennis lessons up in northern Rhode Island. And uh, I walked in one day and just tried it, I think, at like 21. That's pretty cool. You taught tennis? Yeah, yeah. To uh, kids or uh, adult ladies in all, Rhode Island? All ages. That's, I, uh, any any uh, hot ladies that you taught tennis to? Of course. Oh, no, he, specific, nice. he, he, he specified an ugly women. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Ugly broad tennis instructor. I like the idea of like, that's like, uh, it's just like you're a pool boy, the tennis instructor. I feel like that's a it's hot a rich woman's category. dream. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, come teach me an overhand. I have a private court at my house. Yeah, that's not a stroke. But listen, um... <laughs> Working on my overhand. <laughs> Wait, is, is that a porn category? Tennis the overhand stroke? stroke? Yeah, the overhand <laughs> stroke's a porn category. Oh, we're hand, talking about overhand HJs, just, <laughs> just, just on top. No, that's that's more of a, a porn strategy. Yeah, oh, the overhand stroke. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, yeah, that's definitely. I mean, there've been a lot of you know porn videos based around that premise. Dylan's really into the stuck porn. When a woman's stuck like stuck me? in something, yeah, when she like gets stuck under her bed yeah, somehow, like, like where, oh, where yeah. she gets the physics stuck. of it are beyond me. I'm like, just scoot back. She yeah, gets stuck yeah. in the dryer, <laughs> dude. Have you seen those? It's like woman gets stuck between couch cushions, and you're like, this is. I almost don't believe this. It, I, I can't don't even. No, this. I can't even remove myself from the reality of the situation to be like, <laughs> this is ridiculous but i believe it it's so ridiculous i can't even i can't even focus i'm like the story's absurd is it as absurd as like stepbrother what's in your pants <laughs> <laughs> what is that and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're my stepsister we can't do this while he's pulling his cock out yeah. so he's like we can't uh. i don't know why he was why not alone. we're not related <laughs> why did i make him slice to Adrian, you're my stepsister. <laughs> and what if Paulie walks in? <laughs> Ray's guy just sounds like a guy with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Tate, Tate does an amazing Tony Soprano. Do you my, really? It's one of my favorite. Oh! <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. It's not that crazy. <laughs> That's really good, dude. Yeah. That's silly, man. That's you, you, silly. Mean, you, you, mean, fun with it. you mean to tell me that, uh, that, that Vito's gay? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you try to tell me that Vito's a fucking Ricky O? <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, you try to tell me Vito's a fucking Fanook? <laughs> they just start making up words for gay, bro. <laughs> oh, are you trying to tell me that Vito's a Ricky Ticky Tembo, No Sharembo, Pari Pari Ruchi, Pitberry Pembo? He's falling out of fucking well. <laughs> that's the best. Is the, the, the teeth grit at the end of this? Real ah, dude, that's good, good man. Thank you. That, we were we were dying about that when we were on the road that one time because there is it is literally just a four minute scene on the Sopranos where they're all in the back room at the yeah, bank yeah. just going <laughs> off favorite about scene, when, when uh, the one guy's like, "Hey, who cares? He's gay." And then Paulie's like, "Oh, who cares? Maybe you're the flambe." <laughs> dude, the fucking yeah. the way he points yeah. is so perfect. So Oh, man, and they just have n dude flambe. That was the one. Yeah. Oh, he's a flambe, <laughs> bro. Well, it's, it's it's like they're so against uh, like like homosexuality, yet they have fifteen words for gay. Unbelievable, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Yeah, my favorite is uh, there's a scene where Carmela's like, Tony, that verge is on sacrilege. And he goes, oh, what a bit of verge. <laughs> Just, I didn't mean to verge is one of my favorite pieces of dialogue that's ever been created. Uh, it's good. That's so. That's a really good impression, Dan. It's oh, it's, it's one of my favorites. I, I I don't know. I told you. Oh. I, don't, I don't know why you, that's not on TikTok every fucking. Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, you should do that every just, day. It's it's different. Different Tony Soprano trying stand up comedy. Tony Soprano. At a massage parlor. I know. I had it lined up, and then my boy did one the other day. Andre did one, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to step on this time. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. He's already putting it out there. It works really well on stage, though. Like, that bit. Yeah. With, with I mean, because so many people, particularly after the pandemic, are huge Sopranos fans. Because there was, like, a big, like, yeah. it was like, we're all going to collectively be scared and watch the Sopranos together. <laughs> like, that was a thing during the, the quarantine or whatever, you know? Yep. So uh, let's take a quick break from the episode to talk about our sponsor, Odds Are. Odds Are is an app designed to give you a competitive edge against the bookmakers, Las Vegas, FanDuel, DraftKings, BetMGM, whatever one of those apps you use. You're going to want to also download and subscribe to Odds Are. Um, what it does is it has its own um, particular algorithm put together using AI to to help you find what they call their value bets. They're these green bets that if all season you've been riding these green bets, you are essentially in the green. Mm -hmm. You're making money, and I've been taking their picks. Unfortunately, also been taking my own picks. So I'm hovering around 500 for the season right now, um, but I'm still happy with it. And what we like to do here uh, for our odds are sponsored mm -hmm. segment is we like to go a little man versus the machine where I put um, my veteran betting picks, um, unfortunately veteran probably 500 my whole life, um, picks, maybe lower, yeah, uh, picks against the odds are picks. So I'm going to take three. And, uh, and Dylan, Dylan's going to ride with three odds are picks. So let's do it. What are your odds are picks for this week? You want me NFL? to go first? Yeah. Get right into it, dude. Okay. Uh, and you know me. I, I, uh, I, I don't love to do a lot of research. And that's the one thing I like so much about odds are is that they, they do all that research for you. Absolutely. You know, I can go on the app and I go, oh, they got 10 value bets. I'm going to take these three. You know, so these it's like are having a nerd friend that you don't have to talk to. Exactly. They just text you. They, yeah. they do all the research and they go, hey, do this, do this. This is how you, this is the crypto to invest in. And I go, perfect. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Your own sports betting broker. Bitcoin. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. Thirty two thousand dollars a coin. Awesome. All right. So these are my uh, picks. These are odds are value bets. Uh, I am taking the Cardinals getting eight points against the Seahawks. I feel pretty good about that one. Um, I don't hate that. You don't hate it? No, not at all. I mean, that's a lot of points to lay in a divisional game. I agree. Right. That that is a lot of points uh, for a team that. I don't think the Seahawks are very good, and I think they're getting a lot of credit when they really haven't shown anything. And I think Josh Dobbs, the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, is Dude, feisty. You love him. You well, love him. You man. know what? I hated him when he was on the Steelers. I I, oh, I wasn't a fa was I wasn't Steelers. a fan of him. Not hated him. That's a strong word. But I didn't like him. I didn't think he was like the future or anything like that. But seeing him there, he looks like he's he's a he's a gamer man. He's a fighter. He's a dog. And you know I love a dog. Yeah. It's the battle of uh, failed former quarterbacks. You got Geno Smith, uh, former Jet, journeyman, and uh, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, career backup. Uh, the other one I'm taking, which I know you're not going to like, I'm taking Cleveland giving Ugh. two against the Colts. Yucky. I think that the, that is just going to be, uh, I just, 
While I know Cleveland has, uh, you know, they could have a bit of a hangover from last weekend beating the Niners, I just think without Richardson, the Colts aren't really anything. You know, I think they're not that good, and Richardson was kind of kind of the spark. forming the identity yeah. behind that team. And without him playing, I think they're going to really struggle. So I'm taking Cleveland, uh, giving two points. And then the last one I'm taking is Vegas versus Chicago. I'm taking the over, which is 36 and a half points. I think maybe the lowest over under that I've seen all season. Uh, I, at the end of the day, these guys are NFL professionals that I think if you can't score 36 and a half points, it's not like they got great defenses, both these teams. It's more of a uh, two shitty offenses. Yeah. So I feel like you should be able to score over 36 and a half points and odds are agrees so those are your favorite of the odds are value those are my bets. favorite of the odds are value bets so that's uh, cleveland minus two and a half at mm-hmm. the colts that is the over in the bears and vegas the game. Uh, las vegas game and then arizona plus, plus eight. eight all right i love it um me i i'll just start right where i went contrary to you <laughs> Uh, I do like the Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Um, I I look at these spreads before I look at odds are. Yeah. And uh, so that we can do this man versus yeah. machine uh, uh, bit that we do. And uh, you, you're trying your best to talk me out of it because you made some good points. And odds are, you know, being above, you know, 60, 70 percent a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, is is making it hard to take this bet, but we gotta we gotta go. You gotta go stay with, true, dude. You yeah, gotta we, stay on. We, we gotta we gotta go with our game, and uh, I just I, I think that Cleveland won their Super Bowl last week beating mm. San Francisco. That's fair. Um, that's that's my opinion, and I it makes ha- me happy that the Jets have a bye week uh, this coming week because very mm-hmm. similarly, I, I need them some time to rest and relax. You know, and maybe a miracle be performed to bring Aaron Rodgers back, dude. He's almost there. Um, but Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half. Uh, I, I I like it. I like Gardner Minshew for some reason. He looked bad last week at times through three picks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think maybe four. I don't remember. But I, I I think they bounce back at home in front of their in front of their fans. Um, then I also like another home team, the Baltimore Ravens minus three at home against Detroit. Uh, Detroit is is the sexy team this year. Everybody mm. wants to wants to you know hop on the Detroit bandwagon. And I do think that the, while I do think that they're a really good team, I mm-hmm. think that Baltimore plays a brand of smash mouth football that that team isn't totally ready for yet. And they're going into Baltimore. And I, 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 I think coaching edges them out. Yeah. Har- okay. Harbaugh edges them out. I, dude, I like the Lions. I think that they are a fun and feisty team and good. Yeah, and just, good. Just, I think right now they're ranked five, four, five, or six. In the uh, NFL power rankings, I was shocked that they had them that high. Disagree with everything I say then. Uh, last one, I am going under 51 and a half. Miami at Philadelphia on Sunday Ooh. night football. Uh, that is, uh, that's a grandfather pick. My grandfather, yeah. who was a uh, bookie for a long time. He was a an avid sports better. He always said that you will never go wrong if you bet under and dog on primetime football uh, because it seems like they're trying to, you know, the, 
the bet everybody wants to make is they want to bet on the favorite team on primetime. They want Vegas trying to trying to get the suckers bet. I think it's Vegas Bay, baby. That's why I'm taking the under. And that strategy worked for me this week when I took the under in the Cowboys and Chargers game. I think I think my new betting strategy is just stay true. Stay true to yourself. And uh, and I will say that last pick is also an odds are value pick. I know you don't look at it before, but uh, it is it is a value pick, and it made me a little nervous, which made me like it even more. Yeah, you know that's when good. when when I have a feeling about something, and then odds are is like, hey, dude, we this is one. This is one. I know that it's good. And uh, if you are out there and you want that competitive advantage against the bookmakers, and you have yet to download the odds are app, what are you waiting for? You are literally losing money right now. And with this, uh, with the code that we have, yeah, go to the link in our description if you're listening or watching on YouTube. What do you uh, get? Like a couple free day trial, like three couple, days or cup something? Cup of coffee and a th- and a three day trial? No, dude, you get one month free. One month free to use the app. A and, whole month. Uh, try it out. See if you like it. We've been using it for just over a month now, and I've already paid. It's ninety nine dollars a year after your free trial, and I've already made with my small unit bets. I've already made. Uh, more than a hundred your money back yeah absolutely big time and that's four weeks in so a month it gives you yeah that is unreal it's pretty good you're losing money if you don't if you don't uh, take advantage of of these companies give you a month it's all three days seven days it's bullshit unreal well it's great get on out there get on your phone get on your get on your iphone or your android Ugh. I hope you don't have an Android. Or get on your old rotary and uh, call odds are and uh, call me and I'll, I'll put in the I'll put in the uh, I'll let you know what the picks are. But uh, make sure to download that. Now let's get back to our episode with Tate Winston. Pew, pew. I, I remember what got real popular. There was like that little like bubble where everybody in the world was watching Tiger King. Oh, oh yeah, King. bro. And if I think about it now, it kind of was kind of sucked. Tiger yeah. King. I'm not just like the only you like, I like Joe Exotic. <laughs> I like Joe Exotic. Oh yeah, He's Joe Exotic. I love how he keeps just he keeps like just putting out posts from prison being like yeah, and putting justice out for Joe prison. Exotic. Oh. oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure he's you know what? I'm sure he's living his best life in there. Oh, he's yeah. King Ricky own. He's King Ricky. <laughs> I don't even know Ricky own Carol Baskin, Tiger King Ricky own. <laughs> That's a beautiful title. Hey, have, you ever, have you ever killed anybody? No. No. Hey, uh, animals, like small ones. I shot a squirrel with a twenty-two. I've shot Shit. several squirrels with a twenty-two. Uh, but the first time I killed a squirrel was with a BB gun, and bro, I cried my dick off. I was so <laughs> sad, bro. Because I was like, oh, the little fuckers, and I would just shoot them off the bird feeder. And then I hit one, like, in the ear or the eye, and it was like... Oh, shit. It started <laughs> seizing on me, bro, and I was like, No! <laughs> Yeah, dude, so dark. So sad, Were bro. you a hunter? Yeah, just a an bit. adorable little... Nah, I just grew up with some rednecks that had guns. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we'd just go and fuck around. My mom uh, is a hunter. She's a hell of a shot. So was my pops, but he doesn't really like to shoot. But my mom, like, used to go hunting with my grandpa all the time. No shit. I've never rifle? Done rifle or bow? Shotgun. Shotgun. Like pheasant hunting. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you eat those? I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe. It you sounds know. like an English dish. You could eat anything, pheasant, dude. Cornish pheasant curd <laughs> mixed with custard. <laughs> sounds horrific. Oh, dog. They mix meat and dairy products oh, yeah, so dude, frequently. A meat pie? Disgusting. Oh, come on. We're going to do a meat pie. That's that was so your, that yeah, was it your was, British. dude. All right. You're you fucking know. attacking my Stallone? When you, uh, <laughs> All right, that Ray. Was. All right. That's your British? All right. We're going to have a... <laughs> we're going to have a meat pie. 
You sound like a guy from Philly trying to do a Gordon Ramsay impression. I'm going to do a little beef Wellington today. Uh, we, it's going to be very tasty. You're like half Southern, half. Yeah. <laughs> he but, sounds more like a plantation owner. <laughs> the trick with a good beef Wellington is you need it to be medium raw. I, uh, raw. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to shit on you. The only impressions I'm good at are like Southern. That's all I got. Yeah, just the you. racist ones. Yeah, <laughs> get on over here. You know how every accent needs a you. You get a word to get yourself into the accent. For Ray, it's the N word. Every accent. Everyone. No, it's not. For for Boston, it's fact. Fact. Yeah, like, it's fucking queer. Yeah, fact. He's a fact. You good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about these. I don't like men no more. <laughs> nice, bro. We yeah. don't. We don't. We should have been using those. I know. We, we, we still got time hey, to use some. We got a couple. We got some real gems in there. What else you got on deck? Come on. He is a sick puppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Don Trump. Don't be rude. Oh, Donnie Trump. I'm going to come. <laughs> That's the strongest one. Oh, they're so I uh, I love them so much, dude. So the the, the crazy. name of the show is Troublemakers. D- Donald mm. Trump is a troublemaker. Have, have you ever gotten into like police trouble? Police trouble? Um, yeah, as a young lad. Yeah. Yeah. Arrested. Yep. 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 For what? Uh, driving under the influence. Oh, okay, that's a yeah. You know. Hey, I got one of those. Yeah. Crash or just a pullover? No, just a pullover. Okay. Actually. I was fully gravy, not intoxicated. I was just 20 years old. And so I was technically over the limit from like hungover breath from the night before. That is fucking bullshit. That sucks. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a tough one. I also was blatantly smoking a gorilla finger of a blunt with the windows (laughs) down. Just like, finally the herbs come around. It just drove right by a cop. It was like, fuck. So, bro, I had like two bars of Xanax on me, a scale... Maybe a little perky and like a half ounce, and I wrapped it all up. And he's behind, me, or so he he throws his lights on, and I deliberately pull right out in front of a car, like they almost hit me. But I want to put a car of separation yeah, yeah, yeah. between yeah. us. I roll down the window, speed up, and right as I hit a corner, I'm like, Thing! and I just <laughs> frisbee all of my shit. And he wrote in the notes or whatever, like something flew out of the vehicle, you know, blah blah blah, <laughs> like whatever terminology they use. But uh, they never recovered. The Were scale, you selling the stuff stands, at the time? Any of that, yeah. Shit. Never recovered, just trees and like maybe yeah. pills to my boys, but like nothing crazy. But they never recovered any of that, which is wild to me. I don't think they looked too hard That's for it. I, yeah. But I still had a fucking dub. I just sold my boy like two 20 bags. Yeah. And I always bring an extra one in case you're like, yeah, throw another one, whatever. So I still had a dub in my watch pocket that I forgot about. And he's like frisking me and I just feel his hand go over the fucking weed. I'm like. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I love how the story started. Like, I was actually completely fine. It was like hungover <laughs> stuff from the next day, and I was 20. Oh, yeah. I had a, uh, I had a Zanny bar in my pocket. <laughs> I just got done selling weed. I, I wasn't <laughs> on any of the pills actively at that moment. I was just, just a little stony. And it was just so stupid, bro, because my mom had just gone away on a business trip, and my pops is cool as fuck. He's a pothead. Yeah. yeah. So I could have quite literally like sat in front of our living room television, put on anything I wanted to, which is how I envisioned smoking the blunt. That's what I rolled it for. I was like, I'm going to go home, fucking smoke this inside. I'm going to give my dad a rip. I'm going to pet my dog. Everything's going to be <laughs> fire. And then I'm just like, no, nah, let's 
blast this music with all the windows down and just smoke oh. when it's fully oh. illegal for zero reason. Jeez. 20-year-old mind, bro. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, let's do it now. Instant gratification. Did they I'll roll another one. They breathalyze you? Yeah, yeah, back at the station. And they did. They said I was uh, I was high on marijuana as well. <laughs> you have to go so, to court and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, they did, like, like the dude was, like, turned off all the lights, and it was, like, flashing a, a flashlight in my eyes. I was like, oh, yeah, that's indicative of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, my pupils that yeah. the, are, keep going in and out with the flashlight? Such Great. douchebag. I love when they put on the cop voice because you know it's not their real voice. Yeah. And I remember when I got we got pulled over uh, a long time ago. I've told the story on here before, and we thought we threw the bag of weed out the window, but somehow it landed between us and the cops, like the cop car when we got out, and they don't notice it the whole like for most of the time, right? And we just keep all staring at it. We're all like debating on if we could like put our foot down to like put our foot over it and slide it back to us so we could hide it, yeah. you know? Because he's being cool at first because it was more of like a, you know, like speeding thing uh-huh. and then uh he goes to the car he's being real nice he's like yeah you probably can get speeding ticket goes to the car grabs something there were two cops he turns back around and then he sees it and he goes <laughs> what do we got here <laughs> oh, no. god damn bag of weed and i was like his uh, whole demeanor shifts yeah he went he went from hey guys i'm gonna make sure uh we'll get you speeding ticket we'll get you on your way just you know make sure to slow down let me just go grab some Looks like we got a goddamn bag of weed. Johnson, get over here. And Throw him like, against well, the car. Well, well, well. <laughs> what do we have here, boys? Dude, I had I had the opposite happen. I uh, I used to I I'm a lawyer. I used to work for the DA's office, uh-huh. and uh, I remember I was going to Albany Memorial Day weekend, speeding, talking to my buddy on the phone. Go over one of those just hills on the highway. Cop sitting right there. It's going like 85. He pulls me over, pull over to the side, and he walks right up, and he's like. Trooper James, Massachusetts State Police, license and registration. I was like, hey, how's it going? Hand it over. And he's like looking at it. And I had a bunch of files in my back seat because I had to prep them over the long weekend. And uh, you're not allowed to say anything. But if a cop asks, I can't be like, I work for the DA's office. It's bad luck. But if he asks, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, you're allowed to be honest. So he's like looking. I see him looking in my back seat. And he's like, do you work for the courts? And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, DA's office? I go, yeah, yep. He goes, prosecutor? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, okay. Walks back to his car. He comes back. He goes, all right, man, you're good to go. And I go, go, are you sure? Are you serious? And he goes, yeah, you know, it's no big deal. And he goes, I'll tell you this, though. Take it easy, because there's a lot of us out here today. And I got you going pretty quick, pretty quick. And I was like, he got so cool, dude. It's crazy. You gave him the, do you know who my dad is? Do do you know who my father is? Are you aware of who you're speaking to right now? (laughs) For my contact. They're like, who is your dad? I'm like, ah, nah, he just works in a factory. Yo, so my boy used to do, he was the Zamboni guy at this, like, ice rink. And he he had to do it overnight. So he would just get egregiously stoned in the parking lot (laughs) and just, just Zamboni's life away, right? And him and Zam- his that's the name of brother. the episode. Zamboni, his life Zamboni, away. Zamboni, yeah. his life away. So him and his little brother and our boy Guam are just hotboxing his whip in the parking lot of this ice rink. It's like two thirty-five a.m. and a cop rolls up, throws on the lights, doesn't whoop whoop, but just flashes the lights real quick, pulls up, and he walks up and he like knocks on the the window with his flashlight. He's like, rolls it down like literally this much. He's like, can I help you? He's like, yeah, license and registration. He hands it to him. They're all nervous. They're like, dude, we're fucked. We're fucked. And B's like, we're fine, bro. Shut up. We're okay. 
it's okay. And he's like, what do you mean it's okay? <laughs> like, there's, it's like a Snoop Dogg video. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. There's just smoke, like thick cloud of smoke. And the cop comes back and they're like, and he only does, he's like, can you roll the window down fully? He's like, no, sir. He's like, it smells like marijuana. And he just looks at the cop dead in the eyes and goes, fuck that. We don't smoke. <laughs> and the cop's like, like, dude, just like aggressively. The whole energy of the stop is like, they're all apprehensive and everyone's like, oh my God, he's going to arrest us, whatever. And he's like, smells like marijuana. And he just goes, fuck that. We don't smoke. And the cop's like, all right. And he's like, yeah, no, we don't do that, bro. I work here. I have to operate machinery. Do you think I'm going to operate machinery like that? We don't smoke. And the cop's like, uh. Uh, all right, and he goes back to his car. It's like a few minutes, and he comes back, and he's like, all right, guys, just please be safe. Make good decisions. <laughs> Hands on his license and registration back, bro. Oh, my Insane. God. Insane. I think just caught him so off guard with the fuck that. <laughs> so aggressive. Powerful. Insane, bro. Ultimate alpha right there. Insane. That's hilarious. Just like, no, we don't do that. Just mm. bold face lying to his face in the presence of mad smoke and like yeah. and like Dutch rappers and like everything. It's just so obvious. Didn't even turn down the radio. It was smoking in the <laughs> yeah. on I got five on it. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Dude, that is fucking powerful. Yeah, it's madness. And my pops got stopped. This is like such a cool old white dude story, got stopped, I think, the border of California. It was for Operation Intercept during the Nixon administration. And they were like, we will get all the drugs. And so he was in a, uh, like, an RV or something with his boys. Yeah. And they stopped them, and they've got, like, four ounces of hash <laughs> and, like, a bunch of weed and blow and all this shit. They go through it, and they're like, all right, is this everything you have? This isn't enough for us to, to make a major arrest. If this is all you have, we're going to throw it away and let you go. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is all we have. They, dude, they took a beanbag chair, cut it open. Oh they're just emptying the beads out. Like, they went through everything. They're digging through, like, under the, the seats and just really Jesus. looking for shit. They don't find anything. They drive away, and everyone's like, fuck, man. We have to drive another 700 miles, and we have no weed. This is so <laughs> miserable. My pops is like, Inside his leather jacket, he had one little zipper that went along, like, his bicep, yeah. like, on the inside. And he had just an ounce, because hash is, like, compressed. Yeah. small, yeah. And he had just, like, a, they called it a lid. He called it an ounce. He's like, and I had a lid of hash in my sleep. <laughs> like, like, ah! Just bug out. I, so I, I love those old dude words, too. Lid. A lid. Like, or, like, like, when my dad used to always say trim. Trim. Get some trim. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was down there. She gave me some trim, and I had to. Uh, Wait, had trim to was like getting pussy. Get some uh, trim. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You Going out with before? a lady, yeah, yeah. Not from my father, uh, oh, but you know, sorry. I've heard it. You know, <laughs> hey Ray, uh, I can't pick you up. I gotta go uh, meet abroad. She's gonna give me some trim. <laughs> he did used to say that all the time. He used to be like, he'd be like Dude, can you hide in my room? So I'm like, get some trim in there. <laughs> get some trim in there. <laughs> yeah. Can you hide in my room? Yeah, oh, well, you guy had to get pussy. What do, you, what do you want from my dad? Okay, he needed trim. He had needs. He needed the trim. <laughs> guy, Paul had needs. You know what I mean? He had his like, yeah. Oh my god, um, dude, I, can I ask you this? You lived in Florida, though. Yeah, I, I just live. remember. Where, I just remember why I thought you were from Florida because you were when Kimback moved down there. Were you you lived there for a little while? Yeah, yeah, I was there for six months. So I, I have this memory that I saw on your Instagram. Were you working for like Magic Mike? Oh, dude, is that the shirt? <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> Representando. 
Oh, dude, I remember I saw that and I was like, that is insane. That's so funny, dude. What, what yeah, did you do? It was crazy. I was the MC. Did you take your shirt off? Nah, bro. Oh, I, I thought clothes. you were. I thought you were Mad like clothes. a dancer. I wasn't a dancer. No, no. no. I was oh, the shit. MC. So I had to come out and start the show every night. That's pretty like dope. Seven hundred screaming women on a regular basis, and I bet they wanted to fuck twice, you. twice a night, almost every night, like one hundred and fifty shows. So How it was a little less than six months. Six months. Uh, it was like five months and change. That's awesome, man. Do you have any uh, good stories from that time? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Miami is a simulation, bro. It doesn't even feel like. Real life. Real life at yeah. all. I felt like I was on mushrooms for five months. That's I was crazy. just like, how does this place exist, bro? It's preposterous. How crazy were these women? Absolutely insane. And what was nuts, too, was a bunch of the dudes had worked at shows in London, Vegas, Berlin, multiple cities in Australia, all over the place. And they were like, dude, nothing compares to this. This is the craziest thing really? I've ever experienced. Yeah, my whole character was supposed to be a heel. And it was supposed to evoke, like, disgust from these women. And, like, ugh, this misogynist this misogynist bastard. Like, yeah. this is so gross. What did I pay for? Why did I come to the show? And then they'd, like, flip the script and a, and a woman would take over. And it's like, empowerment. But uh. in Miami, the women weren't like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. They were like, ay, papi, que increíble. Wow. You're so amazing. <laughs> Oh my God, the Donderes. <laughs> wow. And I had to do the whole thing in Spanglish, too. That's like part of the reason I got the gig is because I oh. speak Spanish. So that, you know, uh, definitely helped tremendously. But yeah, it was a trip, bro. It was so strange. Are the, so, strange. So, so these dudes are doing like a full on like routine, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's a play, essentially. It's oh. like a full, but, you know, with male strippers doing ridiculous things. They're not conventional. Male strippers. You think of like alpha male douchebags that are like juiced up and yeah. just like doing like dick pumps or whatever. Yeah. These dudes are all classically trained dancers. Oh. You know what I mean? Like they grew up in ballet studios and doing Cirque du Soleil. Are they still pulling That's dong? That's nuts. Pulling dong? Yeah. Like do they pull on their own dong? They rip, they, 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 they pull they, their dicks out? They peel it out? Yeah. Not fully, no. No. no, no you got a banana hammock. Little, yeah, you got to leave them situation. wanting more. Yeah. Yeah, a little cock sock. Do you ever get hit on after the shows? Yeah. I mean, actively during. And, and, oh, and of course, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was down there with my lady. You know? Oh, got it. Ah, gay. That fucking sucks, gay. dude. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was wild. Yeah, people are just so overtly sexual horny. and horny yeah. and aggressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's this whole little dance in New York City where you, like, you, like, play these games and you, like, feel each other out. And you have conversations. And there, everyone would just be like, you look like Wolverine. <laughs> I want to fuck you. And you're just like, oh my God. Uh, all right. <laughs> so long. <laughs> um, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, shit. But uh, super fun. Super fun. And that whole Damn, place awesome. is just ridiculous. Like, dog, the driving patterns, like the, the things in traffic that I would see on a regular basis were <laughs> so absurd. Like what? Like when, what? Bro, I saw um, an older... Latino couple, and they're on a scooter on the interstate. <laughs> like, literally on the interstate, bro. And the highway splits. So it's like, you can go, I believe it's 95 south towards Miami Beach, or you're like 91 north or whatever towards Fort Lauderdale. And the dude is in the far right lane going towards Miami Beach, and he's like, oh, girl, I gonna have to turn. <laughs> I gonna go to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and he just... 
just literally cuts across four lanes, dog. No blinker. Bear in mind, his wife is on the back with four of those cases, like 24 packs of Aquafina water. So she's just, bro, she's just, she's just juggling. And he's like, he's literally, you can see, like, I swear to God, he like shrugged a little bit before he made the turn. Was just like, I gotta go. Uh, and just with the agua. Bro, just, I see one of the, the cases, like, and one just goes, and falls off the top. She can't hold it. There was like four of them, bro. She had like a full, it was a Jenga stack. And uh, it goes flying bounces starts to separate and like all the waters go and hit this dude's windshield like a chevy silverado and he bang bangs the median totally crashes his shit and this guy's just like i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) we're going to fort lauderdale Lauderdale. there's just explosions behind him he doesn't even know basically bro i mean literally i watched this all happen in my rearview mirror and so i was going to the right where he was originally he like at one point i had passed him yeah and he was still lined up with us and then i just saw him veer Fully to the left across Cuatro Lanes, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Cuatro Lanes. Bro, it was outrageous. It was outrageous. Yeah, and the dude crashed his truck straight up. I was just like, oh my God. And then the number of times I got passed in the shoulder, like some dude in a Tesla just like, fuck you. (laughs) You're like, yo. You hear him hit the rumble strip twice. And you're just like, all right, bro. Fucking lawless, dude. Do, do what you want, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's madness. A large percentage of those people just came into a bunch of money and have never driven a fast car before, or they grew up like in Cuba, where there's very few traffic laws yeah. or modern fast cars. Yeah. That's just the reality of it, you know. So it's like you're just like, all right, I'm gonna go. You just have <laughs> this death machine now, and you're on cocaine and God. you got crypto money, son. Damn. You also, probably, you also probably hit a lot of traffic because of all the bang buses driving around. Mad bang <laughs> bus traffic. <laughs> so much bang bus. We got dude. a bang bus on the 405. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is prolific bang busing for sure. For sure, bro. I wonder if they advertise. Does it say bang bus on the side of the bus? <laughs> no, because it's fake. Nah, dude, that's real, dude. Don't take that from me. That's so real. <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen, if women can get stuck under beds. Yeah, dude. They can get in the bang bus. Just a queen size bed with two feet of space <laughs> underneath it. If they can get lodged in there, bang bus is going down. Bang bus is so funny. <laughs> They're dude. like, help my hand. I'm stuck on the doorknob. You're like, what? This is ridiculous. Yeah, the bang Ooh, bus, dude. Man. Oh, that's funny. Bang bus makes me laugh so hard for some reason. Bang bus just, spectacular. Just, just fucking, just, just seeing Tate fucking being late for Magic Mike. Like fucking, fucking seven bang buses. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. Hey guys, I'm. There's like twelve bang by. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, they just stopped to pick up this these two dudes playing basketball. I don't. Are they gonna get in or not? I don't. Bro, you know they're I, gonna get in. I kid you not. You can you can go through my story highlights on my Instagram and find it. Um, but there was a literal plane crash on the highway directly in front of the venue, just like a biplane or like one of those little single engine joints. Like, dude, we're we're sitting in traffic for like 30 minutes and then we pull up and we're like, bro, is there a plane in the highway? (laughs) Some guy literally flew right over the venue was just like, I gotta land. (laughs) (laughs) And he just slid across the meeting. Same guy on the scooter. (laughs) Hang on to the water. (laughs) 
Oh, man, it was so crazy. Yeah, and there was just a plane in the middle of the highway, bro. He was fine, too. Like, everyone was gravy, but he was trying to how? See, he was trying to see the show, man. How? Yeah, going out towards Kiba's game. It was just Dude, can you imagine that? Sur- not only surviving a cra- uh, plane crash, but just getting out, being like, oh, shit. That was fucking intense, <laughs> dude. Woo! Fuck, I, I, lo- I lost a case of Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the back of the plane. Uh, that's, that's wild. Yeah, it was nuts, man. <laughs> so funny. That shit happened on a regular basis. Just insanity. Just the craziest driving things ever. It's weird. You never hear about Miami as like a fucking, you know, as a crazy place. No, no, as as like 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 the tr- like shit like that. I, n- I never like knew it was a fucking like your, the traffic patterns was like the first thing you brought up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah. it's because it's madness. You just can't even believe that people are just wielding these. Yeah. $100,000 machines so recklessly. You're like, bro. <laughs> that is not. I feel like uh, Miami is the new place or has been for the last few years where if you have money, you go there. You don't come to New York. You don't go to LA. You go to Miami. Yeah. Like for I mean, it's money. a huge, it's a major party destination. Yeah. It's otro país. It's not America, which is cool. It's cool to be able to live in America and not in not America. America. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think I would like Miami. I've never been. I don't know if I'd you like You would that. have fun, bro. You love to really? party. You like pretty girls. Yeah, you would have yeah. fun. Cuban sandwiches, delicious. See, that's what yeah. I would like. Just yeah, bro. empanadas, fried food. Cafecitos. Cuban cafecitos. Dude, the pan. first. Bro, you dip bread, like just toasted bread with oh, butter yeah. in this sugary, milky coffee. The now first time, talking. first time I, I was in Miami and I had a cafecito. Cafecito. We're having them. I had like three of them. We're sitting at Shady the. We're, no, <laughs> but I mean, that's just normal without a cafe. You know, <laughs> no, I'm like sitting there and I'm not. I was like not having sugar at the time. And we're sitting at the at the countertop or whatever. We all order. And I'm like, this is the best coffee I've ever had. This is black coffee. This is crazy. <laughs> and then we order another and then we watch her make it. I'm like, I can't believe there's no sugar. She in puts this. a fistful of Dude, sugar. Bro. <laughs> it's literally an espresso cup, basically half filled with sugar. And then yeah. they pour the coffee over it. They do it. They do it, it was with so good. Itchy, though. Like it's. Creamy, creamy yeah. coffee with mad sugar, and you just dip toasty bread in that shit. It's so that good, man. Fire. fire. I want that. Yeah. It's amazing. Dude, it's we amazing. should go to Miami and just get sandwiches. Yeah. That's my immediate thing is, like, I'm not thinking about the clubs. I'm like, let's go get Cuban sandwiches, cafecitos, and just walk around. Yeah, it's, it's, uh. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a club guy. I, like I haven't been a club guy in like ten years. Yeah, me neither. Because we, we were we were just telling you before before we got on uh, on the show that uh, we went into that bar where there was just a huge party oh, and yeah. it immediately turned me off. Yeah, you're like, like mm, I'm good. I like to you know I'm I'm I've gained a little bit of weight over the last twenty years, and it's uh, <laughs> I just hate being in a really crowded place anymore. I don't know. Okay. Did you go to any uh, clubs down there? <laughs> Uh, a little bit, very little. I mostly just chill with the wifey, just post yeah, up. Yeah, you know, that's because uh, particularly because what I was doing was so it was weird too. Because these dudes, they have a full like ninety minute show. Yeah, right. But I, ha- I'm the source of the energy up top. Mm-hmm. Like I'd literally come out with a spotlight on me. I'm dressed like I sell ketamine in the metaverse, bro. Just full. <laughs> I look like Bad Bunny's road manager, like <laughs> pink blazer and like flowery floral shirt and mad ice and jewelry and chains That's on me. That's awesome. And I'm like, what's going on Miami? <laughs> Are you doing Dimelo, that voice? Miami. Yeah, I literally had to do that every 150 times, bro. <laughs> God damn. For real, for real. <laughs> what, what like misogynistic shit were you saying? Um, I was, the stuff that was in the script was atrocious. So I rewrote it yeah. and made it mine. You know what I mean? But 
I wrote 105 dick jokes for that show. God damn. It was a very good writing exercise. That's awesome. Legitimately, because a bunch of those will end up on TV shows and dialogue or yeah. movies or my stand-up or yeah. sketches, wherever. It's, you can just, and the vast majority of them are trash, like are terrible. Sure. But I had a bunch that I really loved. Like I would be like, uh, I'd be like, are these boys Muslim? Because Allahu Kakbar. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> and then uh, my favorite one, like the really silly wordy ones, because you got to realize half the women aren't even listening. Once there's half yeah, naked yeah, dudes yeah. on yeah. stage, like they're just like, ah. and so you can kind of get away with saying whatever. So there was supposed to be a scene where I would, uh, I would ask this woman something about Shakira and whatever. It was foolish. And instead I just started being like, you know, last week, Ben Shapiro sat in this exact seat, and he is a closeted homosexual. <laughs> and then I just kept, bro, for like 700 people, and nobody would even notice, but the sound guy, and he would just be losing it. My boy would just be geeking in the booth, like, yo, I can't believe you did that. I was like, I did it just <laughs> so for you. funny. I did it just for you. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, are these boys an erotic interpretation of the musical Annie? Because it's a hard cock life for us. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> like, so dumb, bro. Dude, one, one, of, one of my one of my favorite dick jokes I ever came up with on the fly is I did uh, I was doing a uh, show at that Saratoga Springs Club, mm. Mm, the Serotonin Springs Club. Serotonin Springs Club mm. is all about uh, raising your tonin levels, and uh, so you do after Coke. Yes. And uh, Power Book Three, raising tonin, Serotonin Springs, <laughs> boning for tonin, and that's uh, my memoirs. Uh, <laughs> But there was this, there was this dude, there was an open mic after the show, and this dude there was like real fired up, like he was doing like push ups before a set, which is Jesus. kind of a wild thing to do. Love that. And I uh, do it every set, but listen. And and he uh, he comes and sits down, and I, like I'm just like bullshit with him, and I was gonna like fuck with him a little at first, like just goofing around, like to see if he like was on the up and up, mm. but I realized like I was playing with live rounds, and this was a dude not to be trifled <laughs> with, so. <laughs> So I'm immediately just like being nice to him. And then he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I just like had to prove all my life that I'm not just a big giant cock. I was like, what? He's like, I have a huge, he's like, I just have a huge dick. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I was like, like asked to do porn because somebody saw my dick, like, you know, and I did a couple of pornos. I was like, all right, I'm going to need to see this dick. <laughs> so he fucking You're like proof or it didn't happen. <laughs> so he fucking pulls up a video of him in this porn on this website, and this dude has a fucking... Just... Just a slab. And I was like... Just an anaconda. And I was like, God damn, bro. I was like... I was like, my dick looks like it could be batteries for your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, I know. But like, I'm like, now it's like, it's not all I want to be known dude. for. And I was like, what? Damn, bro. Why? Grass is always greener. That's real depressing. That a guy with a huge dick is still not happy. He's with like, his I'm just life. I'm more than just a huge dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the biggest asshole move you could. But, but here's the thing: he wasn't more than just a big dick. You know, he wasn't yeah. funny. He was had a weird personality. He was a strange guy. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. thank God you got that, dude. The autists are always just hanging <laughs> meat wands. Dude, that's bro. the equivalent of growing up as a hot girl. Where you don't have to develop a personality, yeah. a guy, a kid with a huge dick, just that's his personality all his life. Well, well, Never has to do anything else. <laughs> there, there was a, there was a kid that I, that I went to school with that was mentally challenged, and uh, he used to, you know, you know how he was 
pee with his like at the urinal with his pants around his ankles and then his That's shirt true. like tucked under, you know, oh, yeah, so yeah, it's there. Yeah. One of the biggest penises I've ever seen in my life. Damn. Just bro. a fucking yeah. You'd be like, Robbie, hold on. <laughs> every time no yeah, every time you didn't have to do that because he was standing four feet away from the urinal <laughs> so if you just walked in you're like ah he God, would just he would just damn. rest his dick on the edge yeah dude four feet away he doesn't want his dick touching the water yeah we're 12 <laughs> why do you have my dad's penis <laughs> yeah god giveth and god taketh away you know what yeah. i mean yeah. Yeah. Holy had a shit, mean dude. rig on him a mean old mean rig, rig. <laughs> holy juicy shit. charcuterie that's a- <laughs> oh god, dude. <laughs> dude! I'm actually a little upset. I thought the guy was gonna pull it out in the club and be like, "All right, dude, you can take a look." Like Dirk, Dirk Diggler style. He's mm. like, yeah, "Let me get hard." Hold he on. He just like reluctantly like flops his dick out. Like <laughs> here, told you. He like stuffs it back in his pants. Like <laughs> that's so, that's so that's so funny. Five dollars if you want to touch it. What is it? I know, it was like Boogie Nights. He's like five. He's like five, five bucks if you want to look at it. Fifty. They're like, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's the other beer fest where he's like, dollar if you want to touch it, two dollars if you want to look at it, two dollars if you want to touch me while I touch it. Yeah, five dollars <laughs> if you want me to touch you while you touch yourself. <laughs> no, but he didn't. I, I don't think I would have wanted to see his live dong. Yeah, live dong's a lot. Yeah, live dong's too much. Yeah. Also, asking a man to show you a video of his dick is. A lot as well. It's right there. It's right there. Uh, but pretty much, almost a, a stranger. Mm. It's right there. But I don't like men no more. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, that, that was, was how he I introduced himself to you, right? You give me a break. It was back when I was gay. So it's the young Ricky. Dude, yo, shout out the young Ricky Young. That yeah. does sound like the intro to a porno where the guy shows up delivering a pizza, and she's like, "Thanks so much." He's like, "Yeah." I hope I'm just more than a pizza guy with a big dick. <laughs> I just want more from life. She's like, come on in. Let's go. Yeah, dude did have. <laughs> Anywho. Anyhow. Just thinking about my youth. Just reminiscing. Three years dong. ago. It was like two years ago. That's hilarious. I felt like I was a kid. I was in my 30s. Like, <laughs> was, yeah, it was last summer. That's when you get That's when you get older, though, and you could say stuff like that. It yeah. has nothing to do with me being gay. If somebody's going to keep saying something, I'm going to say, if, if you were standing here and you're like, I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world. I'll kick anybody's ass. Nobody, and then I'm going to be like, well, fucking fight that guy then. Go fight him. I want to see it. Yeah, I want, dude, I want you, you to prove it. I'm going to out and stare at him. Yeah. I'm going to go fight that dude. <laughs> Dick just out, bro. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big call your bluff guy. Yeah. Call your bluff. When have you called okay. someone's bluff recently? Recently? Recently. When have you called someone's bluff recently? When have you called bluff when recently? Have you called someone's bluff when recently? Aretha Franklin was saying something about respect. <laughs> and I so very much disagree with her. So I say. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> when have I called somebody's bluff recently? Yeah. Um, fucking about. 40 times in the last three days I was in Atlantic City and it did not go my way. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work out for me. I, I called Atlantic City's bluff and they proved it. They showed me their metaphorical video of them fucking somebody. They're like, hey, yeah, this is uh, our dick yeah, and uh, we're going to do more than show it to you. The that dick is, is in the pudding. That is true. Uh, dude, we're already in an hour. That flew by, man. That oh, was yeah. a great episode. Uh, fun, dude, thank you for coming on. If you want to tell the people where they can find you, if you have anything coming up, this will be out next Wednesday. 
Now, next Wednesday, I'm going to be in Rhode Island on the comedy bus in Providence, Rhode Island. The Bang Bus. Bang Bus. Hell bang yeah. Bus. Uh, I don't like men no more. October 27th, 28th, and 29th, I will also be headlining at the George on the 27th. And I'm going to be down in Atlantic City early November uh, and out in California in the winter. But I have all those dates coming up soon. Tate Winston, like Taint, minus the N-T-A-I-T, Winston, on everything. Instagram, all that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely give Tate a follow. Make sure to go see him live. An absolutely hilarious dude. Thanks again for joining us. Yeah, that was great, man. Super Um, fun. As always, you can find me on social media at Reza Wadney. Uh, This coming weekend, I will be at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. And uh, next next weekend, I (laughs) will be at the Mohegan Sun in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. Uh, Perform with my buddy Sean Donnelly. And uh, every single Wednesday, you can catch me here on Troublemakers. (laughs) With this guy, Dylan. You can follow me at Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And uh, at Troublemakers on all of those social media apps. We post clips three, four, five, sometimes six times a week. Mm. So give us a follow there. Go follow Tate. And we'll see you next week, baby. Good night. Good night.